welcome to the Dellingpod with me, James Dellingpod. And I know I always say I'm excited about this week's special guest, but I'm not this week because it's not a special guest. Before I introduce him, not that he needs introducing, some words on behalf of our many generous sponsors. Beloved viewers and listeners, we have an exciting new sponsor this week. He's an American physician, and his name is Philip James Paustian, MD. But don't hold that against him. He's one of the good guys. American physician, COVID-19 pandemic veteran and Dellingpod fan, Philip Paustian wondered whether I'd like to promote his comic sci-fi novel entitled Fat Lives Matter and the Siege of Washington. He describes the novel as a bit like Thelma and Louise meets From Russia with Love, as the deep state seeks once again to discredit and disgrace the use of repurposed drugs. Hospital workers and others sympathetic to fat people dying needlessly from the florona virus are marching around their hospital while peacefully chanting, Fat Lives Matter, Fat Lives Matter, Shout It Now or Watch Blood Splatter. An explosion disrupts their march and destroys parts of the hospital. Fat Lives Matter chairperson and ICU charge nurse Donna Lane is instantly transformed into a wanted terrorist leader. Her best friend Joan, an artist and physical fitness instructor, convinces her to run for her life. Can the two women elude the high-tech forces arrayed against Donna? Is Donna's husband setting her up? Will death enhance the value of Joan's artwork? Find out now before you read it in the headlines for the next pandemic. Big dogs... Flying saucers, sleek electric police cars and a different view of time travel constraints, as well as a secret to growing great tomatoes, all feature in a novel that promises more laughs than the brothers Karamazov. I told Philip that I liked the sound of his novel and I would offer to read it myself, except that my policy, as as he rightly knows, is, is now to read only classic Russian novels mainly, lest I get assassinated by the cabal and I die ill-read. That's not a joke, by the way. I I, I genuinely think that. And, and thank you, Philip James Paustian, for, for listening carefully to what I say. If you have other policies than my, my James Dellingpole ones, please consider buying Dr. Paustian's novel on Amazon and give it a good review. Your purchase of Fat Lives Matter and the Siege of Washington will demonstrate the great value in advertising on the Delling Pod once again. It's true. Please buy Philip James Paustian's book. I mean, even if you hate it, I'm sure you won't. It, sound, it does sound jolly. You know, not quite Brothers Karamazov, but then he's right. There aren't many laughs in Karamazov. So please read, uh, buy his book. I'll, I'll put the link in the blurb below. Please support my other sponsors as well. Um, the, the the vitamin man. It sounds a really good, um, you know, vitamin D with other goodies besides. Sounds really good. Um, support my gold um, advertisers, and also download Tinderella's stuff. And um, yeah, buy Philip James Paustian's book. And oh, don't forget to come to my live event in Manchester on November the fifteenth with David Ike. Thanks. Now on to our this week's guest. Well, Dick, it's Dick, by the way, everyone. If, it's if, me if again. You weren't, if you weren't look at doing the picture version, you may not have guessed who it was, but I'm telling you now, it's Dick. Do Dick. I appear even when I'm not talking? I don't know, because sometimes I'm watching your things, it's just you until the other person's talking. Is that sort of, does it vary depending on what platform people are watching it on? 
Yes, you don't like, know these like, things, like do you? I would know the like answer, you would answer know. these questions, Dick. No. Can I say, I like your beard. Um, some um, people do. Where it is at the moment. I, I'm, I'm less enamoured of it. It was initially a bit Are you too conventional? Um, yeah, but also it's not quite poilu. I know technically the hairy ones are poilu, uh, but they were generally just moustached. And this is really showing my age now, all the salt and pepper. But interestingly, I got this badger patch here. You see that? Still, yes. still dark there. So I've got my distinctive markings that gave me the family nickname Badger. And I suppose I'm looking even more badger-like than ever. Do you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to come round to your house, yeah. poison you, <laughs> and then I'm going to put your body by the roadside to, yeah. so that people think you, it, was a, it was a car accident. <laughs> Is that what happens? It's what you do. It's what it, you do. It, well, it's what you do with badgers. Right, okay. In the country. That's what everyone yeah, thinks they're all roadkill, but they've been poisoned, yeah? Well, or something. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that there was a a sort of underground community of, of genuine country folk who are slaughtering red kites, um, you know, <laughs> bumping off badgers. <laughs> because things are out of hand. You, you that, that awful man, what's his name? The autistic lunatic. Chris fascist, eco Eco-fascist, yeah, yeah. Um, See, I got, I got that in running. one. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. Um, yeah, but... Well, now you've endeared uh, yourself in, to everyone with your with oh, your, yeah, yeah. your hatred of all the God's beautiful well, creatures. Well, I'm not feeling very happy at the moment, no? Dick. I'm, I'm feeling me about depressed, it. and I have been for some time. And I'm feeling a bit a bit weird at the moment. I've got to... Um, I'm, I'm going hunting tomorrow, and I'm not right. feeling 100% um, in, in, in physical health. And I also get... heard you've been thrown... I have. That was that. That's part of the problem. So I got bucked off, mm. um, and I got whiplash, and maybe a bit of concussion, but definitely whiplash. And the whiplash has sort of, um, you know, made me less loose than I'd like to be. I mean, what one forgets that that one isn't as young as one. One used to never be. forgets. Unfortunately, um, everything I do reminds no. me that I'm rapidly approaching sixty, and you're even closer. So it's sort of like I'm even closer, and it, it, it it's a bastard. Even actually putting up my hands, it, that, that that movement is kind of clunky. And I I always get slightly anxious before I go go hunting, and I now I'm sort of in communication with God. I sometimes ask questions like, well, um, does he, would he want to cripple me in a hunting accident or would he want to kill me? And I sort of think that he's, he's saving me for a higher purpose. But I worry that the higher purpose might be that I might be one of the Christian martyrs who gets guillotined as a result of Noahide laws. Um, introduced by the, the 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 Luciferians and Satanists when they when they um, you know take over. You're not the only I one mean, who thinks like you... that. That's not just crazy James talk. That uh, I often think like that, and I know that's not a big jump because I'm your brother. But uh, others of my friends have considered the fact that uh, our newfound Christianity might mark us out for martyrdom, and you've just got to martyrdom. go with it, haven't you? I mean, martyrdom's never nice, is it? Not really. 
Not really. Although I've spoken to other people about this, um, other Christians, and they say, well, they're kind of hoping that um, God sort of intervenes and 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 makes you able to endure it. And yeah, yeah, sure. Even, but you can, yeah, even pleasant. Yeah. So that you know, when you're being toasted on the on the rack, you, toasted on the on the griddle, you That's can say, right, I'm done this side. Turn done, me over. Turn me over. Saint Lawrence. See. Saint Lawrence. Well and, done. And um, sawn in half. Like Elijah. Um, that well, was I haven't, Elijah. I haven't come to Elijah yet, except in Two Kings, because that's what I, where I'm up to at the moment in my Old yeah. Testament reading. And it just refers yeah. to him a lot. But it's not the book of Elijah, which was a bit of a surprise. So uh, obviously his book of Elijah is what he wrote. But his appearance in the history of things is, um, yeah, I've, I, I've just encountered him. And Elisha. I Elijah, I think, was was a pretty about the best prophet, wasn't he? Well, I think uh, I think he, he was pretty much Jesus's favorite, wasn't he? I think probably he referenced um, him quite a bit. Uh, I'm doing some really weird ones at the moment. Um, Habakkuk and ones so obscure that that they'd get you, they'd win win you on pointless. I'd have thought, right? Except I expect pointless competitors. I think you've already got me um, with Habakkuk. No, there's a better one. I, in fact, I, 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 can I just, go and, just give me one second. I'll go and tell you what his name is because it's right. quite... And this is the sort of bit that he promises to edit out later, but I know he won't because he is James and he will just let this roll. And so I will carry on talking because when I'm watching these things, I am in excruciating agony when he walks off and has a pee or makes a cup of tea. And I always feel really sorry for the guest. So I've managed to keep you talking. <laughs> I was talking to our get our audience. Good. Haggai. <laughs> Haggai. Haggai. Well, ha- are these the have really you ever late heard short of Haggai? Ones? Um, I, I, I think I'm more likely to have heard of Haggai than Habakkuk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you know, I was exaggerating. I wasn't even. Do- yes, no. I've, I've Habakkuk, Zephaniah. Well, Zephaniah, Micah. because of Benjamin Zephaniah, you'd be yeah, yeah, forgiven yeah, yeah, for thinking true. you'd heard of it. Look, I've got the this one, you know, that uh, it's got really nice bits of C.S. Lewis throughout it. Um, this okay. is one the old man got me. Oh, look, it's oh, turned right. into... Oh, hey, and look what it fell open at. Habakkuk. No, I can't Haggai. read it. Haggai. Haggai. Yeah. Re- yeah. It's not he exactly does... long, is it? Look. That's the beginning of it. He, that's the end of it. He does move in mysterious way. I mean, that, that's, that's actually God playing a joke on us in the middle of the podcast. Yep. One no, of he does lighter, it all the time. Lighter ones. Yeah. Um, it's good. I, I, did, I did an exorcism on myself the other day. Well I was done. lying in bed, wheezing so badly because I've got this cold. I don't know if I mentioned it. And I thought, mm. this is so horrible. I thought you had a cold. This is so horrific. I almost feel like I'm cursed. Okay. I almost feel yeah. like it's a demonic thing. And yeah. I was trying everything to get to sleep. I propped up on like four pillows. So I, I, I wasn't lying yeah. flat. I felt like an absolute invalid. And um, yeah. <clears throat> even now I can feel that wheeze on my chest. But it is going. And I thought, and what if it is demonic? man's friend that takes you away. Yeah, well, I'm not. The sick I'm man's not, friend. The, there may be grey hairs on the chin, but I'm not quite ready for the 
the the, the sweet embrace of death just yet. But better um, than being sawn in half with a wooden saw. I don't know. I, I the way I was wheezing, I probably would have welcomed the wooden saw. Anyway, let me finish my <laughs> self exorcism thing, which is probably yeah, yeah, go on, uh, go probably going to get me sent straight to hell. But uh, so I, I tried the crux sacrasit mihi lux, and yeah. um, I repeated it several times. And guess what? The wheezing went, and I, I drifted off Dick, to sleep. It was the last thing I remember. Can you do it on me now? No, I, I, I'm can not. You do I, it no, if it, if it would feel really wrong. No. I'll do it another time. No, I, I, I'm not comfortable with it. it, okay. it it's it, okay. it's serious it? level stuff. It's, um, yeah, it, it, it's made me a little bit... Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah, but but Dick, you shouldn't be like that. You should be happy that this this stuff works. Yeah, I, I don't think I, one's being one's being frivolous. What one? It might be interpreted okay, after that way. this. After this thing, okay, I will do after it. After this, uh, you do it on me because actually, yeah. I think I um I I, th- I think that um many balls of strong balls of passion have beset me round. I I I've right. been under attack for quite some some time and it's it's horrible and and I, it is it is really tiresome being a being a target of the forces of, of darkness yeah i, I mean like it. It, it's easy to overlook the fact that it might be as simple as attack of dark forces when we're looking everywhere else but uh you know what that why wouldn't they target us it's what they do well, exactly they've got nothing else to do yeah apart from causing mischief and misery and uh yeah so, uh, <laughs> anyway, here's our martyrdom already covered in the first 10 minutes of the poddy. Well, I know. Well, I know. I, but it's a tough one, isn't it? Because, like, if you get martyred, I think it's very clear from all the Psalms, etc., that you get a place at the high table. I yeah, mean, there is, the deal, there is a hierarchy. There is a hierarchy. Hmm. Um, and in fact, the, the, in fact, the, also the uh, the the the, the Deum says that you know, uh, make us to be numbered among thy, thy saints in glory everlasting. Um, so this is kind of obviously a, a desideratum for Christians that they get. But but then again, would you know a day, two days, three days in Jesus Christ case of extreme pain and misery? Would that Okay, so you get you get a place at the top table for all eternity, but for those three days would be pretty, pretty. Yeah, grim. well, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus was um, not looking forward to it exactly, was he? You know, take this he cup wasn't. away from me and all that, and he, he, he was. Yeah, so uh, and he knew what was coming. Um, can I? T- I can tell you what cheered me up this morning. Go on. Um, I was um, on the ride. On, on my weekly ride, um, and uh, one of the one of the little girls was 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 uh, on the ride because it was her half term, and I was I try and educate them in the truth about the world, and I was uh, I was teaching her to practice what she should do if Mo- Madonna rang her up, <laughs> and they <laughs> said, "Hi, is that so and so?" Yes. I'm Madonna. You may know me. I'm a I'm a, a a pop icon. Yes, I know who you are. Um, I want you to come to my party. 
Um, for you and, and all your friends. No, I don't want to come to your party. Why not? Because James has told me that you sacrifice children, children to Satan and you suck out their adrenochrome. Right, so she learned all that, did she? Yeah. Well done. So she knew what to say. Okay, well, you that's defence against the dark arts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, to any lawyers listening, I'm not certain that Madonna sacrificed children to, that was just a kind of jeu d'esprit. But, you know, I'm trying to teach them not to trust. <laughs> no, no, um, this, is, this is good. This is good stuff. Um, mm. You might notice, by the way, that I'm in, in kit at the moment, although I'm ill. I didn't. Uh, well, this this is the French World War One underclothing. I thought this was you, stuff. Dick. No, 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 gosh, I'm not that uh, cravat. Really? I suppose it's quite nice in a call, way. What What are you people called? You're called furries, aren't you, or something? Poilu. It's it means furries. <laughs> yeah. The hairy yeah. ones. Yeah. And um, no, I, th- I no, I, I the ones who get in animal costumes. I meant. <laughs> furries. <laughs> You're bringing on my cold. That was very Don't mean. Die. They are called furries. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if it translates so to Poilu in French. Yeah, you kind of... You, <laughs> I think I found the link there, didn't I? Uh, what does Dick do for a hobby again? I think he's a furry. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, By the yes, way, uh, Dick, I'm sorry. Carry on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to the 70th birthday party. That's how old I am. I've got friends who are turning 70 of... Big yeah. Brian, you know the one who looks like a a, a tramp like Santa. Um, it's his birthday. Well, he, he looks no, he looks like somebody who kind of wassails with a pint of of mead. <laughs> he is that. You're being too kind. He's yeah. he's my friend, and he's one of the most annoying people I know. But it's his birthday, and we're and you we're know going to the King people. Charles II in kit because that's what he likes. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm yeah. wearing my kit. And look, my new forager. See that thing? Like a braidy thing that they wear over their shoulders? It's called a yes. forager. It's a very French thing. You, no. A whole regiment will get awarded them, like the Croix de Guerre has one. But that one's the Croix de Combat, which is slightly lesser. So it's green and yellow, and you wear it over your shoulder, and it's a load of cords and flounders with a little pencil-type thing. And that's my new purchase. So I'm looking forward to rocking that tonight. I'm glad you're keeping alive the, these these words like flounders, which aren't a fish. No, I mean, what's a flounder when it's not well, a fish? Well, it, it, it's a, kind of the flounder bit is the sort of woven. Um, used to be more of an elaborate thing, but it, it, it's cords and flounders. Uh, the cords are woven in a very specific way. I think that's called the drummer's weave or something like that. And yeah. the flounder is kind of like a, a pattern. It looks like a, the sort of thing you might put a kettle on that's woven out of reeds and what have you. That sort of thing. But they're cloth. Uh, okay. and they, okay. Yeah, it, it's... All, we, we, all the words in reenactment. You, all the you good know stuff. when you reached behind just then? Yeah. And you made some grunting noises. Yeah. Do you know who you sounded like? exactly like? Exactly like. Um, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are, we are inevitably turning into our father. Into our father. Well, listen, I spend uh, time with him every week, and so I, I don't see this as a bad thing. You're um, a good son. 
Well, it's it's not a I'm, it's not I'm a, a duty thing. I I enjoy doing it. He lives nearby. He he enjoys the company of my friends, and my friends enjoy his company. And he's an absolute font of knowledge. So um, no, it's great to it's great to be living near him. I I agree, and um, uh, I think we've we've been very lucky with our parents. Definitely, yeah. Maybe that's why we, where we are with the way we are. Yeah. Well, obviously, it is actually dirt. Yeah. Although, I don't know about you, but if I tried explaining that to my kids and said, you realise that everything you are, you, you've kind of got me and your mum to thank thank us for. I, I don't think they take very kindly to that. Well, I, I get the um, the accusation that Oliver has inherited my hairline, but not my ability to grow a moustache. So he curses me for both. It's sort of like, why didn't yeah. I get the moustache gene, and, and but not the hairline thing? So, uh, yeah. And of course, I get that. He, he's completely unlike me in every other way. Or he thinks he is. Yeah. Actually, the yeah. fact that he's so uh, contrary it is exactly me. But, you know, you can't you can't be in agreement with your father when you're in your 20s, can you? Yeah. I was going to quote some o- o- Oscar Wilde at you then. And I just then I suddenly thought, oh, I hate Oscar Wilde. Yeah. He was just part of the psyop. When did Wasn't you he? um when did you rabbit hole Oscar Wilde? Um Well, it was I I I sort of did an essay on on famous quotes. Yeah, yeah, I read um, that one, which of course are all, are all made up. Um and they're designed to steer us in a particular direction because everyone is is really so basic and stupid that they prefer to live their life according to these these aphorisms that probably weren't even spoken by the people that they're, they're pictured speaking them on the internet with a, with a photograph yeah, yeah, yeah. white on black lettering saying with quote and you think oh right well, it must don't, be true don't, then, don't believe everything you hear, hear on the internet Mark Twain mm. all that and I just suddenly thought I don't think the importance of being earnest is that funny um, I think that the reason <laughs> it, that the real Mark! reason yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's it. I mean, that's the why is that line. funny? Oh. Handbag. No. Oh. Yeah. Handbag. Do it again. And then there's the one about you know to to lose one thing is a one parent. misfortune. Looks begins to look like carelessness, and you're thinking, is that really that 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 was the the wittiest man of of his age? You know, I have nothing to declare but my genius. Can you imagine Your what Majesty a twat he must is have been like a went... big jam donut with cream on top. Remember that sketch? You, yeah, yes, exactly. Because well, it's like what, that, what, isn't that, it? Reduces it. Yeah, it's a Monty Python um, piss take of the whole thing. They, uh, yet again, they had it right on everything. Suppose you were you were Im- U.S. immigration, and and it was the eighteen eighties, whatever. And Oscar Wilde has come over to America on his tour, and you see this sort of queenie bloke with with his tie tied too thick you know too 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 big a knot at the top and and he's sort of coming in mincing with around immigration mincing around like it's like stephen fry uh and and you just want to check him through to get him get him out of the way and and he says i have nothing to declare but my genius and, you, and you're thinking but nobody asked you to declare it we, we we wanted to usher you through mr wilde actually so Okay, you know what so he wanted, though? He the, wanted the full um, 
He wanted a good he search. <laughs> he did. That's that. Dick, you yeah. nailed it. That is exactly why he was making those annoying. Because they don't like it when you try and get smart with them. <laughs> Step this way, Mr. Wild. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, you know, you know that the, the title of the play is basically gay innuendo. Ernest was, 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 a, was a sort of code word for gay. Right. So the, the, so the play is really the importance of being a great big bender when you're not allowed to admit <laughs> it kind of thing. So, so you've got that. And then you've got the evidence of all the other plays, which are, which are so shite. They make the importance of being earnest look like Shakespeare if he'd existed, which he didn't, of course, or at least um, he didn't write the plays. So I, I don't know. And then you've got the Happy Prince. Fuck off! I mean, what's that about? Yeah, just... It'd be a good pub question, wouldn't it? Name anything by Oscar Wilde apart from the importance of being earnest. Oh well, no, well, there's not. You know, there's a picture of a picture of Dorian Gray. And there's a ballad of Reading, Reading Jail, which, which, which sort of... You know of what, though? I don't think long... anyone would get those. I didn't know Dorian no. Gray with Oscar Wilde. Okay. <clears throat> okay, but, but the ballad of Reading Jail is designed to imprint on him, print him on the public consciousness as a gay martyr. So all these, all these, these literary figures, they're selected for a particular purpose. So like James Joyce is selected to just fuck up the novel, you know. And to divide the generations in the same way that Stravinsky was in classical music, you know, to ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I, I dealt with I, I dealt with this on a, a Norwegian. I went on a Norwegian podcast the other day. It was really good. Yeah, and do you know the best thing about it? No, it was better than that. Better than who do you? All right. Yeah. Well, because because. English is derived partly from Old Norse, so they mm-hmm. could they could understand pretty well what, what okay. I was saying, and they appreciated, you know, that, that I spoke English pretty well. And one of the guys apparently was not awake, not as red pilled as we are. And how many were on this podcast? Two of them. All right. And and this one guy, apparently, my appearance just like had an effect on him. I, I turned him a bit what? like, you know, Oscar Wilde. Not a, not a negative me. effect. No. A positive effect. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, right, okay. No, no. Wow. This guy sudden. it was like, it was like I, I suddenly, the scales fell from his eyes. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, I could be, I could be, I could be exaggerating, but I think that, that, that's what I gather. Right. Maybe you should listen to the podcast. It, it, you know I'll what I've got? I'm so, so far behind because I, I work in such a small office now that uh, to put headphones on and listen to podcasts all the time while I'm working would be deeply antisocial. And that was my, my key podcasting time. But uh, um, it, it, it's difficult to get it all in. I, I do enjoy it when I'm, when I'm listening. But, uh, you know, obviously some are, are more fun than others. But uh, what? Yes. Tell me, name the ones that are not fun. Um, the one when you talked about um, there was a, a writer one that was quite a deep sort of. Was it a James Joyce one? Oh, about T. S. Eliot. T. S. Eliot. Well, it was quite. It was one of the more. Um, it's certainly more literary, and mm-hmm. it was quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, there you go. But I did manage to tie it in to the fact that everything is a conspiracy, which it is. Yeah. Like. 
But this is why people like the it, Dick and James ones, because it's, it's never going to get too intellectually demanding, because I'm on it. Um, exactly. I had exactly. someone claim the other day that I'm the clever version of you. Yeah. And I, I found They're it very flattering, but I, I said, you know what, that, that's kind of the other way round. Oh, no, no, you're much cleverer yeah. than him. I said, really not. He just seems flaky because there's so much going on in his head. That's how I explain it with you. And, mm. and you know, all that stuff is just trying to get out. That's, that, is, that is so true. That is, that, well, that I is, know that you. True. You're my brother. I, 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 know, I know it's all in there. Yeah. And, I trust uh, you. I know it almost disables you for every other function in life. So, um, you know, oh, I, I, I wouldn't change places with you. Thank you very much. I'm quite happy no. being me. Do, do you know what? That is, that, that is the problem. You've actually, well, I, I suppose you would know this, being, being my brother and my sort of closest long-term associate. But it, it, it oh, is the main flattering. problem being with me. Mm. There, is, <laughs> there, is so much, there is so much, yeah, so much going on that it, it, it does cripple me. That, yeah. that I'm, I'm useless for everything yeah. else. Yeah, this is why you need help. You, you kind of I do. Not so much a carer, but just a sort of a, 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 an assistant, permanent assistant. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Several, yeah, good luck with that. Like in, like Nurse Ratched in One Flew Over the Cooker's Nest. I need. Well, somebody that would to... be more on the carer front, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dick, we haven't talked about mm -hmm. the 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 big event. But the the big thing, which is that's, that's coming up, all our people, our people losing it over the Israel thing. Oh gosh, that! I thought you were talking about the David Icke thing, but um, which is going to be great, oh, by the way. Yo, yo, actually, we should mention that. Are you looking yeah. forward to that? Very much. Yeah, I am as well. Apparently, I've got a, a part to play in it. Ah, I was hoping you might. Well, that would be good. Yeah, I think. Look, I I think our main challenge, and I'm not sure how. I'm obviously not embarrassed to ask him about the lizard people. In fact, it's going to be probably my main theme throughout the evening. Because yeah. <laughs> why not? I mean, they are basically... They, they are the um, Anunnaki, aren't they? They're, they're the, uh, the Nephilim. They are they're the fallen angels. Well, listen, no, I don't got think you've got of... anything weirder than what he's got. So I think it's a, a, a no. meeting of minds. It's going to be fantastic. And we love all his family. I think I've met just about mm. all of them. And they're all fantastic. So... Uh, you know, it, it, it's um, it's a marriage made in heaven, really. It, it, it's going to be great. But I think our challenge is going to be to make him to lighten up a bit. And I'm not sure whether we... I've never known him sort of tell a joke or or crack a laugh. Well, we'll, we'll have to see on that one then, won't we? Yeah, yeah. The, when I'm the warm-up man... I'll, I'll look up in the big bumper compendium of, of, of alien and lizard people jokes and see whether there's anything that might tickle his fancy. Hey, listen, we, we were raised um, with lizards. So, uh, you know, if anyone is going to be an expert, it's going to be us. Well, I, this is the thing, Dick. I, I wonder. OK, so we know that from, for example, our favourite psalm, thou shalt tread on the lion and adder the young lion yeah. and the dragon shut the trample under feet so that's so that's two reptiles mm. being trodden down in that and depending on what the version the is song. it even mentions basilisk in um coverdale doesn't it does it basilisk yeah. yes but in one of them um we had a basilisk well it, 
we had a basilisk, and I, I've actually seen basilisks um, in the wild in Costa Rica. Have you seen them running on water? Yes, that's why wow. they're called the Jesus lizard. Mm. Yeah, I've, I have seen them. I can, I can describe the area where I saw them right. running across the water. It was the sort of the mouth of this, of this river opening out onto the sea with these huge breakers. And apparently, did I make this up or maybe is it true? I think that sharks and crocodiles come to battle each other in the mouth of this river. <laughs> I do love the ask, sound of this I, place. It sounds like good swimming. <laughs> it sounds like it ought to be true, doesn't it? It sounds like the sort and of I place saw, you want to go wild swimming. <laughs> did I tell you at this, at this place, Dick, about the, about the, uh, the tape here? I'm not sure you did, but okay. I, I'm, so I'm, you know I'm sure you haven't is. told our, our audience. Okay, tapir so a tapir is, is like a giant jungle pig with a long sort of anteatery snout. Yeah, a bit, a bit like that. And um, so, to get to this, this is one of the more remote game reserves, whatever they're called, wildlife park preserved area in in Costa Rica, and you reach it by this arduous journey. You can only get there by boat and you have to go from go go for an hour through these quite rough seas and then you land through the breakers the kind of breakers you can imagine if you were if if, if your ship was moored off there in the 19th century and you had to send your gig ashore you could easily easily get sort of um upturned and eaten by the sharks you got came on the way in it was that kind of surf so you so you so these boats come in on the surf and you and you all you all wade ashore and and then you form into groups and, and your guide is allocated to you. So while we're doing all this on the beach, this, this tapir suddenly appears and starts walking through, through everyone. And, and, and everyone's going, oh, what's that worth? I think it's a tapir. And <laughs> I'm thinking, shall I, shall I take a photograph of this? I thought, no, I mean, the, the bloody tapir's probably everywhere. You know, they're, they're, they're tame. <laughs> they just come, they wander amid, amid the crowds. And, and, and so I thought, no, I'll, I'll photograph them later on when they're in a more kind of realistic setting. So we, so we carry on into this, this game reserve. And then I, I, so I said so to the guy, well, so that's normal, isn't it, right, when the tapir comes and walks among the He said, no. He said, this never happens. Normally we have to go for hours to look for the tapirs, and often we never see them. I thought, oh, no, it didn't take a photograph. There's a moral to that story. And it probably goes something along the lines of photograph your tapir when you can, because there may not be another chance. Never look a gift tapir in the snout. In the snout. <laughs> mm. So um, anyway, we can now so, move on to Israel, which segues yeah, nicely uh, from tapir to Israel. Segue. I wonder if anyone's done that before ever on a podcast. Segwayed from tapirs to Israel. Yeah. No. This is a first, and I'm claiming it, and I'd like anyone to prove otherwise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's a good challenge. <laughs> I bet they couldn't. Here. I bet they couldn't. <laughs> the but you do get some, some people challenge. who do that sort of kind of thing. They said, right, okay, you're on. If I'm they can do that, credit to them. Kudos yeah, yeah, for quite. finding that, that connection. <laughs> Respect. So anyway, we've got to change our allegiance now from Slava Ukraini to... Um, what is it? I stand with Israel. Um, I stand with Israel, I guess. Yeah. Um, which would have been good a few years ago when our plan was to do a podcast called yep. 
Dick and James, and James do go Israel. to Israel. And we were going to learn with Gesta, Duron. Duron. We were, we were going to go around that place where you shoot grannies and people carrying their shopping. Yep. And and then we were going to um, well, presumably go to the Dead Sea and read the newspaper. And we we're probably going to go to Masada and all these other I'm probably going to eat, um, what's it called, the, the, with, the, with the restaurants um, the, whose cookery we like. Osolenghi. Well, I do anyway. I don't right, know okay. you haven't even heard of him. We're going to do all this stuff. And now we can't because we realize that Israel itself is part of the same system that gave us 9-11, the fake moon landings, the, the Kennedy assassination, um, and the th- building of the third temple, which will si- signal the, the you know, end revelations, kicking kick to yeah, end times yeah. and the Antichrist, and then it'll be game over. So, so our views have shifted slightly. I still slightly, like, love, just a bit. still love my Jewish friends, still love the Israelis. Well, th- but this I don't is like this the... is part of the problem. When you come out on the side of like, not utterly um, condemning Palestine, PLO, Hamas, whatever. Um, mm. of um, of obviously the anti-Semitic thing is the first one the normies will reach for, but it yeah, doesn't but... mean that you don't think what happened is horrific. I mean, as you know, I've got friends who just escape with their lives. They live on one of the kibbutzes. They're from mm. they're from well, Worcestershire. Well, let me talk and, to you about that. Uh, and let me uh, talk to you about that because <coughs> that, that's you see that's even that's even you. you. You see, I'm not even I'm not I I've got my doubts about this. Can I tell you my, um, my my theory? So I'm writing a substack about this at the moment, actually. Um, look, okay. N- number one, what's happening is very obviously has, has, has been timed uh, to happen at this particular juncture. There is, there is simply no way from what we know about Israel, which is, and everyone knows this, it's got the best military in the world, best intelligence services in the world the best surveillance in the world best technology in the world and the best and the, and the most closely guarded borders in the world those five things do not fight not all fail simultaneously oh and with mysterious stand down orders being issued with a uh, seven hour it, response time to actually send in military to the most vulnerable communities in their country which isn't huge anyway um, and, and yeah, and and look, particularly these the settlements, the the particularly the ones exposed are they're, they're very heavily armed. They're very they're, they're they're very well trained. Everyone has done service in the military. There are there, there are helicopters available, for, for, you know, that, that can that can come in 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 short space. Five minutes to scramble an attack helicopter, apparently. Okay, so knowing all this, yeah. knowing all this, you have. You, you you have a choice to make. Either you can go, yeah, but but cockups do happen. Just 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 amazing. All this stuff failed at the same time. Or this was this was this was the Netanyahu regime planned all this in cahoots with with Hamas, which after all was was created and funded by Israel. Um, uh, you, you've absolutely. I'm with you all the way on this bit. Uh, I but um, uh, so, so I have okay. no so, doubt so then that you go to Israel the were bit. complicit in it. Okay, so you, then you go to the next bit. Everyone in Israel, pretty much, has spent time in the military. We've seen um, 
Doron. We've seen um, what's it called, um, Fowder. We 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 we've seen the sort of the the camaraderie, and also the intimate knowledge of how the system works and everything. Um, if you were planning uh, an event like this, if you if 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 you were were, were having a, a kind of a, a, a thing that's meant to happen. Um, which is which is obviously what it was because you, you you can't come over on hang gliders and in pickup trucks and 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 get away with it unless it was no meant to happen, one would yeah. have expected the pickup trucks no one would have expected and of it. course everyone knows a hang glider is uh, th- there's no defence against a hang glider so so then this is just a question I'm going to ask because I I don't know the answer because don't forget that that, that there are millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, being poured into the disinformation campaign, the, 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 they they control the media, they control everything. So so they've got this one pretty pretty covered. Um, if you were Netanyahu planning this operation, and you wanted um, you you were going to allow Hamas across your you know, bunch of terrorists across your border, would you find it acceptable? To just let these people run run on the rampage and kill loads and loads of of your people, um, I would argue that the the, the, the sort of semi answer is yes yes you would because because people like Netanyahu are evil psych- psychopaths who don't who don't really care about their own people. Look at what happened during the the Pfizer vaccine rollout, which killed many more Israelis than have died in 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 this particular thing. But at the same time. Could you risk it being found out? There, there are just too many people who would know what was going on. And so I don't think that, that anyone in the Israeli, maybe at the higher levels, maybe, but not at, the, not at the lower levels of the IDF and so on, the planning, would allow a situation where Israelis were just allowed to get massacred but uh, with 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 troops being stood down and 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 terrorists allowed to kind of wreak havoc across the border for that length of time, I don't believe it would be allowed to happen because too many loose tongues would speak about this and there will be too much outrage. So what do you do instead? You you have you you do another kind of fake operation where you have this rave being staged. Probably involving complicit members of the intelligence and the IDF, uh, and you, 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 you fake most of it. I don't doubt, by the way, that that, that innocent Israelis civilians were were murdered, massacred, you know, whatever. I'm sure there was, you know, bad stuff did happen, but I don't think bad stuff happened as sold to us. And I also suspect that a lot of the people who were killed in, um, who were allegedly massacred, were actually killed in the crossfire of gun battles between the IDF and these these Hamas people. So that, so your story, you see, and, and your, people like you, I'm not saying this in a nasty way, but you helped contribute to the, to the lie of the PSYOP because you know somebody who was there who was nearly killed according to your you know your understanding of the events but you don't know that all you know is that maybe they were forced to hide in their bunker for a long time while all this shit was going on but you don't know what shit was actually going on do you see what i mean yeah but they their place was definitely burnt to the ground around them and they definitely well, had neighbors uh, killed yeah okay 
but 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 I'm 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 saying that 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 people were killed in 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 the crossfires and stuff. Yeah, what this friend of friends was, of yours was was saying that what that that as as it appeared in the newspapers. Well, no, that but they, they were one of the stories in the newspapers. They they were um, in their safe room where they were told to go because there was a, a missile strike, and while they were there. They, uh, th- their place was burnt down around them and they could hear Arab voices up above ransacking yeah. their place, smashing everything up. Right. And um, then they set fire to the place. They nearly got burned out of their shelter. The, s- the gas seal on their, on their shelter went and the smoke started pouring in. So they were there for uh, something like uh, 12 hours, I think it was. And it was seven hours before the voices turned from Arabic to Israeli voices. And even then they had to wait longer. And then they were pulled out through the window of their, of their shelter. Now, my take is not that it was exactly as it's been explained to us in the media, but that uh, mm. it, it, the delay was, part, was the Israeli complicity. Um, oh, well, that, you know, no, that, that, that's <coughs> a given. That is an absolute given, yeah. But in a way, that's more shocking, isn't it? I'd, I'd, I'd almost be, I mean, you, you could be absolutely right, which is why I'm saying I was just floating the idea. I just don't know. But, it, but th- there have been certain things which, which support my theory. You know, people have, people have talked about this, about the, 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 the curious appearance of the ravers at this rave. They did not look like people who've, who'd spent the last 12 hours peeled off their faces in the desert. So, so... But, but let's let's part that one one for a moment. Well, I, I'm going the, for the more normy answer, but it's, it's still a massive conspiracy theory in most people's view. In that it isn't as yeah. it's been presented to us. Naughty, naughty Hamas planning this for two years. They managed to work out a time where the where the outposts wouldn't be manned and they could slip through unnoticed, and somehow they got seven hours free play. Um, at a border where apparently even a cat walking along the fence would have been auto machine gunned. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, there is definitely, it definitely doesn't add up, but I'm, I'm way further down the normie line than you. However, it's only a question of the level of complicity and just how evil they are. Either that that they let these murderous bastards across the, you know, and, and allowed them to go on a killing spree. Because can you imagine, okay, in that version of events, can you imagine how horrible it must have been when you live, you're an Israeli and you've, you've been brought up in a country where you know how good your military is and you know what their response times are. And, and you, you trust think, them and rely on them. And you trust them. And, and you, you can and, live and, a happy life in some, your kibbutz despite being two miles from the, from the border with your apparent enemy. And uh, you know that if push came to shove, they'll be there in a, certainly a matter of minutes. Half definitely, an hour. De- definitely Half an less hour than an hour. Yeah. Yeah. But then to go for, for many hours, that must have been... Okay, they, in, they've in been that scenario. appallingly let down. And this is why, whichever side you choose, your, your, hmm. your, your sympathy has got to be with the general population of each of those countries. And... Uh, you know that both sides of their leadership are uh, are, are thoroughly rotten. Well, this is I, I, I've written two pieces on the subject so far, and I'm going to write a third when I when I float my my, my theory. But this is what this is the only thing to me that matters is that when 
atrocities like this happen. We need to remember who the real enemy is, who's behind it. We don't want to be just sort of blaming the foot soldiers uh, who got given the orders because whether whether for money or uh, ideology or whatever. We want to... The people who need to be brought to justice are the people ultimately responsible. And, the, and the, we're not even talking Netanyahu level. We're talking way above him. We're yeah. talking the people who pull the strings. Uh, the people who invented the whole kind of Jewish-Muslim tensions, the whole... Uh, uh, and and the people who who create these wars in in order to suppress populations and to to increase their their power base around the world. Well, look, look, look at World War One, which I'm representing now. I mean, imagine our view when we were kids of World War One. You know, it's sort of like mm. we would definitely not have been conscientious objectors, would we? Oh no, no, we'd have, we'd have probably volunteered. We'd be, we'd have been up there in the trench together if we'd been allowed, because they would have separated families. But, um, you know, it, that all those men shivering at knee deep in mud. That it's the same situation. They they were fighting a completely fabricated war, not for the reasons that anyone in history has put forward since. But because um, ultimately, as you, you said to um, Neil Oliver, satanic blood sacrifice. But even down below that level, that there was um, bankers and and all the money reasons for this thing happening, money and control, and uh, yeah. every war, every war in history, it seems uh, we'd got completely wrong, and this one's no different. Oh, we yes, us. You mean we, we, we've misjudged it? We thought they no, well, were. we we the general general population, uh, us pre waking oh, yeah. up. Have you not got to the stage where you look at the? I was talking about this, this with John. The, the the John Waters podcast is good. You'll enjoy that one. And just I look at my shelves and I look at the history books, and I think <laughs> I may as well go on a kind of. <laughs> A Nazi style, if 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 the Nazis really ever did this, I, I doubt everything now. A Nazi style book burning session. Yeah. Where, where, what is the point of reading these these history books written by historians who are essentially pitching their narrative to uh, in the interests of the 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 predator class who hate us and have distorted history and 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 want us to believe this lie about history and how it happened we had a a, a film night organized by um, worcester stand in the park uh, we had it over in ledbury oh, yeah. and we was it uh, they live yes how did you know no, no. yes <laughs> well, i just i was jokingly <laughs> trying to think what what might what be what would be the perfect film for stand in the park types most of us had never seen it before and um it's brilliant it's just so perfect and you know the <laughs> um, and I was thinking that because I was in Waterstones earlier, just killing a bit of time, and um, I was looking at the history section, and it was kind of like uh, da, 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 lies, 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 <laughs> and um, I'm, I, I'm like you, and it, even looking across at the um, new biography stuff. Uh, funnily enough, I was looking for Graham Linehan's new book. Because I'd heard yeah. that he'd been um, 
kind of delist quietly delisted from bookshops and i thought i'll see if this is true and i went in to see if it was on the shelves because it's quite a quite a big book quite an important book and certainly it would it should be on the shelves there and uh, i used to play this trick with your books because waterstones mm. didn't like you they rarely carried your books and i'd go in and mm. look for them because it was a bit of a buzz to find my brother's books on the shelves and of course it wasn't there the the, the, the graham linehan book wasn't there it's funny how he's been thrust into our side of the argument, isn't it? He used to be... I respect him much more now I know that he's not, he's not stocked. Yeah, well, um, I, I like him more each day, and I'm really glad I never actually fully said... Although he, he hated us for our climate scepticism. He was uh, always trying to have uh, poke fun at us. But uh, I never got to the point where I said, and your comedy's rubbish anyway. Because actually it quite patently obviously isn't he's a comedy genius but uh yeah he, he he's definitely team us now it's quite it's quite amusing what strange well, bedfellows this has made is he team us i i i, I think I, so. a little by little that climate he, change uh yeah but he, he, he'll or have Lucifer. to come around to that in the end he'll have to realize that's just another one of the lies but rather than being um, nursery slopes conspiracy theory, which climate change should be for everyone, he might find it more advanced. I do, look. I'm certainly not. He's he's welcome to pay a visit to 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 my foxhole any time, yeah. and we can have a chat. We have a maybe a cigarette and a cup of tea, char. You know, to compare and, uniforms, and, and, see, I, see I, what I, the Irish uniform is like. I'll, I'll lend him my binoculars. Yeah, he can have a look. At the enemy enemy positions well would it be but one of the, the trench not, ones that go up over the top of yeah, the yeah the periscope yeah. thing yeah yeah because i'm not and I'm, but i'm not going to be going okay you are now my my mate my my what what are they, what, what, what are your buddies called in the in the in the english what do they military? call them in quartered safe out here well that's Maras. what i was trying to remember maras what mara mara i i, I wouldn't say he was that's my northumbrian term because, though isn't it it is. We, we, I can't do a Northumbrian accent. Can you? Um, you could start with, I suppose, uh, a, a, a How bit of bacon, sort of. <laughs> way man, more like a bastard. Way man. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't tell him to had away and shite. No. But, but I'd be wary because I don't know. It's like you think about all the people, and I'm not saying he's one of them, but all the people who say stuff that we like to hear who are in fact the enemy. So there's Jordan Peterson, who's really good on, I forget now. Oh yes. Monstering Kathy Newman. It's, uh, there's RFK. Who's really okay. Ish. I mean, on, on, on vaccines, he doesn't go all the way. He, he still pretends that AIDS was a thing, I think, or, or halfway does. And then you've got Russell Brand. who's good on something or other. I forget. And, uh, you, you can make a long list of people who say the right things on some issues, but don't have the full set. Mm. And I think unless you've got the full set, you you, you really shouldn't be allowed to play. Yeah, but it, it, it's think? I, I think you're right in the fact that you know they 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 visit you in your trench, but they probably don't want to be in your foxhole, and and that's fine. But I I, I think the difference would be that if you bumped into him in a bar. You'd buy him a drink and have a laugh, whereas before you might have chucked an insult at each other and avoided each other. It doesn't mean to say that you'll be 
getting a room together later that night. But uh, no, uh, bum sex. No, no. I'm not gonna. Whatever you say, I'm not gonna have bum sex with Graham Linhan. No, just not. No, sorry. Okay, I'm sure that message Um, will get get over to him eventually. But yeah, but yeah, but I, I, I would have a, I'd have a, you know, his his favourite cocktail with him. I have a, a pink lady or whatever it is he likes to drink. <laughs> Why do you assume? <laughs> You're going to set me off again. Oh. Sorry, sorry. So, um, I was going to say something really interesting, but I can't remember what it was. What might it have been? Well, did we did we finish Israel? Yes, I think we've sort we of. Did. Oh, no, we no, that's what I was going to say. It. Yeah. Oh, dick. What? Oh, the trials of being a Christian. Right. Other, other Christians, the ones that the, the, particularly the kind of evangelical Zionists who go, well, it's in the Bible. Like, like God's really on the side of Israel and the Jews. They're his chosen people. And so you've got to kind of completely back Israel in this. Don't you understand? And you're thinking... Yeah, there's a few details that that you kind of haven't really grasped. Have you have you had have you encountered these people? For sure, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to I've been trying to kind of avoid because I don't want to fall out with any of them. But uh, no, I mean, there's enough there's enough things to split us uh, already without actually engaging in the others. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you one now. Right. Um. I won't mention the name because that would be cruel. James, as a fellow believer, I will be praying for you and hoping that you learn to discern more carefully. I hope you don't mind me saying, but it seems like you could could read scripture more and start listening to sound ministers like John MacArthur, whoever he is. The Old Testament is very clear that the Jews are God's chosen people. And as Christians, we are instructed to pray for them. May God be with you, guide you, and keep you. I mean, talk about a passive-aggressive assault. Do, um, I came up with a fairly useful analogy, which I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of thinking still works. And people say, "Well, hmm. as a Christian, mostly normie, non non-Christian types, who say to me, how do you feel about the Jews? And surely they are God's chosen people, and Christians are kind of just also rands. And I say, well... I see it as the army sees the navy. The navy is the senior service, and and the army has to acknowledge that. But if you say to people in the na- in the army, "Wouldn't you rather be in the navy?" They'd laugh at you. Say, For God's sake, not that bunch of puffs. Um, but you know, they get to march at the front of the parades. They get to wear their little round hats and their little flappy things at the back. And, uh, um, yeah. the, and they, they are acknowledged. Hmm? They get play to play the game? biscuit game in the, the water biscuit room game, and... yes. And yeah. um, but they are given and they the respect get, they get that's to say, due to them. Mug of cocoa, number one. They get all of that. They get their tot all that. and their wet. They do. do. You know what a wet is? Um, it's when there's hardly any it... rum in the bottle, and you just literally wet your lips with it. Oh, yeah. They get rum sodomy and the lash and the lash. Anyway, yeah. So in this thing, the Jews are the navy, the army is the rest of us, and same with the RAF. The RAF is the junior service in all of this. 
they they have to supposedly look up to both the army and the navy except but they feel superior to both so they can all muck along and understand their place in the scheme of things but the one wouldn't want to be the other that is a very um tactful and amusing um that's what i do tactful and amusing i would i can do i can do amusing but i'm not i'm not so good at the (laughs) The tactful not so much oish (laughs) tactful already (laughs) so i think one thing you must have not actually do you know what i I have to take my jumper off do you know why i'll tell you in a moment i can't wait the suspense is killing me we obviously haven't got the heating on in the house yet right um because why would you if you were paying the bills yeah but we have in this room where i I am now because we had a leak the other night i i I thought it we thought it was the roof and it wasn't the roof and we, we this this leak went on for like four days and we were trying to get people around to deal with it and everyone was sort of washing their hands because it was the weekend and 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 so on and eventually we got a joiner round um uh to deal with to do what was basically a plumber's job um and i asked him would you rather be a joiner or a plumber which is harder and he said oh much better to be a be a a, a joiner or a carpenter i said yeah jesus was a carpenter and he said yeah one of the best um anyway so he used his he used his joiner skills to yeah. to mend this pipe and it was a copper pipe and it was the copper pipe that feeds the the, the hot water into the the header tank that that does the radiators so we didn't mm-hmm. so it wasn't you know uh, i don't want to give i'm giving you too much detail here's the interesting detail though so we looked at this copper pipe and it had this hole in it um, the sort of hole that you might make if you'd say put a nail in it, mm. and so we then examined the, the 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 wooden covery thing that goes over the pipes to hide them to see whether you know no way had we done that, and we said well how can a hole like that appear in a copper pipe unless you've put a nail in it or something? And the man said ah, he said in the nineties um, during the sort of the collapse of the Soviet Union. Lots of substandard piping um, with with inadequate copper content came over, and this could have been one of those pipes. So it just has a fault in the metal. Just a hole look- appeared, and just and just anyway went through the ceiling, soaked the floor, soaked the bed, soaked everything, which is why we've got the heating on, which is why right. I took off my jump. Okay. Anyway, go. I, I didn't have back- that on my bingo card. No. Going back to the whole you must have noticed this okay so you're you've discovered that you're a christian you want to know more about about it all you want to know all the stats and all the details mm. all the characters who elijah was you know yep. remind yourself who shadrach shadrach meshach and abednego were yep. and what they did in the fiery furnace all this stuff but you also want to know about what does it all mean what what's the stuff that I'm supposed to believe, what's what am I not supposed to believe, who does this, who does that, why are the differences Where between the churches? Where there is wiggle room. I... Wiggle room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, 
Exactly. Or, and where you're going off-piste. <clears throat> and, and yep. you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with going off-piste, but you've just got to have, you know, you've got to... Oh, it's where um, I spend most of my time, apparently. Is it? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, is it? with my Thursday Circle group, we've got no guidance. We're finding our own way. But between us, yep. there's enough people who know enough about the Bible. And when we occasionally get a vicar in, he'll say, ah, yeah, interesting you should ask that. The conventional thinking is this. But some people say that. But that is complete um, heresy. And I go, oh, yes. right. Yes. Um, and this is the I sort think... of stuff we want. But if you were in a church, if you were saying doing the Alpha course, you'd be said, no, it's this way. Uh, everything else is heresy. And we're, we're not like that. We, we, want, we want the wiggle room. We want the, uh, the options. And we want, to do, we want to have thought it out for ourselves before we get told what the convention is. And we're, we're yes. finding our own way. And it's really interesting. And it makes you think a lot more. It is, it is really interesting. I also think it's why we appeal to awake people, why we're, we're so su successful at evangelizing the, wet, the awake. Because we're dealing with people who are skeptical about everything. Exactly. And, and we don't, don't want like to do the language uh, of the evangelist. Because I, I, I still find evangelical language a little bit cringe. Um, mm. And I, I can't do it. I have to, I have to speak in layman's terms. And if that involves a little yeah. bit of sweariness every now and again, I, I think you're catching more flies with honey than you are with vinegar. It's, it's one of those All things. All this. All this. So, okay. So um, we've established that um, there are many different perspectives on, on Scripture, on, on the, uh, and on the history of the church. I mean, there's even... There's even the, I, I, I heard this today, and I... I I'm, I'm sort of mildly convinced that Constantine was was basically the enemy. Constantine was part of the um, you know the rulers of the darkness of this world. He co-opted Christianity um, uh, and you know in the in the in the third century and um, uh, the, the the development of the church since is not is 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 not on lines that that you know Jesus would have wanted. So so so. Anyway, um, there are massively differing opinions um, on, on scripture, on tradition and so on. But there are also massively dis uh, differing opinions on the texts, on the scriptures themselves, on the translations, on the quality of the translations, on the accuracy of the, of, of the trans translations. So you've got the Septuagint, which is, which is the, 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 the Greek version, and you've got the Hebrew version and then you've got the various you know the king james version and and the um tyndale and 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 so on the geneva bible um there is lots of dispute about 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 all these um and um there are particular disputes about terms like jews and w what exactly is meant by a jew was jesus technically a jew or was he not a jew and depending on, on which person you are reading this stuff, I mean, if you're a Zionist, evangelical in America, obviously, duh, Jesus was a Jew, and it's how can you say otherwise? But if you're a, a, a scholar of the history of that people, well, not necessarily. He was a Nazarene. I, I mean, I'm not familiar with all the details of this, but okay, so you've got that one. You've got the fact that the, 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 the very term Jew was not, was, was not, is, does not appear until quite, quite, quite late in, in, in the Bible. You've got the, the you've got the historical fact that 
the children of Israel, you think about the children of Israel, who they were, um, the, the, the 12 tribes. How long ago was that? That's, a, that's at least 3,000 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Well, in that time, these people will have migrated from, from, the, um, fr from that, that, that sort of pivotal part of the world, you know, the Palestine, Israel, you know, Judea, whatever, the, the, the sort of the, the, the passageway through, what, through which all the rest of the world, world, world traveled. The, those populations would have exploded out, outwards. And it's, it, it's entirely conceivable that, that there are people in, that, that the, the, the Ethiopia has one of the lost tribes of Israel, that another of the lost tribes of Israel ended up in Wales, that, 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 that it, so the, the, the notion that there is this sort of specially select race now who are called the Jews, and that they are the, the, the whenever one reads in the, in in the Bible about the children of Israel, must instantly go, well, of course, it's those people with the with the black and white outfits and the and the skull caps and stuff. It's much more complicated than that. Yeah, and to to, to have this sort of base this, this sort of Peter and Jane level on actually it's more like a spot the dog level understanding of the Bible, which says, oh, it says Israel, and it says Jews. And they're God's chosen people. Therefore, that must mean we must support Netanyahu. Seems to me so so basic. Trust the plan level of, of of sort of stupid level Christianity that I'm kind of disappointed. And then to be accused of lack of discernment by these people is like being is like when I when I was at school and I was much cleverer than the boys in my year in my house and they they went oh Dellingpole just because of that thing where I was away with the fairies all the time because I was so much cleverer than them and I was just thinking too many thoughts yeah you know yeah uh, it um it's annoying when we we've suddenly got this this Christianity thing I would say suddenly obviously it's been bubbling under all these years anyway and it's not like we've never n been completely outside of, of faith. But uh, it, it suddenly you think everyone who's a Christian is automatically your friends. And yet there's a lot of them who... They sort of are. <laughs> yeah, they sort of are and they definitely should be. But th there's so many of them who would hate pretty much everything we stand for. And that's kind of frustrating. Which is yeah, why I some keep of them on, are be I'm really... still searching from church to church to try and find a, a, a one that I can abide for a, a Sunday service. So, uh, you know, that, that it's a, search you know continues. What, it's like, I, I told you, didn't I, about, about the, the compulsion I had the other day to go, go, to, go to church. So I went to this, yeah. I, I was shopping around in the, and, and I ended up in this, when there were about six or seven of us, and we went through the morning prayers using the Book of Common Prayer. And I was thinking these people are probably all vaccinated and they probably all believe Slava Ukraine and, and stuff like this. But at the same time, I look back at that moment and I think, yes, but we were sitting, we were spending time, you know, 45 minutes together in that church, which, which had been a place of worship for, for centuries, um, reciting this text written by written by Cranmer and, and, and others and doing our bit for, you know, expressing our worship and thanks to God. And I was thinking what we, did, we were doing was real, even, even, even though it was, it was sort of flawed and, and, and do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, some, some are better than others. 
Um, oh, and well, yeah. uh, I, I you, think I think your your morning choral mass at Hereford choral matins at Hereford. I, I've done it choral three matins. times now. Uh, did I tell you the one time I did it, and there were a lovely couple, young couple there, because they'd heard about it on on this podcast. They turned up you did. because of it. Yeah, it was lovely. But um, we went, uh, there were, I think, seven of us who turned up the other week for it and had a lovely coffee afterwards um, in our favourite cafe by the riverside. Um, and uh, they did a choral te deum and it was absolutely, uh, it was just transporting. It was just, you know, I was almost in tears. My eyes were watering up because it was just so oh, beautiful. really? Yeah. So... If you're ever down on a Saturday, we'll have to make a point of, of getting along to it on the Sunday. It's a little bit of a drive. You know, it's like 40 minutes, but it's well worth it. And then you, no, you, that, can, that you sounds... can do without all the, all the nonsense that you'd have to put up with elsewhere. You don't want anything to sort of jar. You want that experience to be, uh, to be a, a, as close to perfection as it can be. And so, so mm. far, this is the service that, that, that does it for me. But uh, yeah, have you, was... by the way, heard that thing? I, 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 I put it up on my Telegram channel. That the, the the brothers and sisters who do Gregorian chant, and they do a version of Psalm ninety one. Yes, I've seen it on YouTube. It's, yeah, um, I think Celia Farber put it up on her Substack. Right, it's very good. Yeah, I kind of. It's a shame that you and I can't and 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 uh, Hell can't sing. Because otherwise, we too Pick could yourself, form bro. a. You've got the beard for it, like the like the bloke. Hey, has. listen, I, I if if someone would fund me to to train as a, a monk, I'd uh, I, I'd jump at it. Oh, Dick! What you feel the same way? Yeah, that's 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 kind of what what like that's my. I'd want someone to look you, you, after my family financially, and I'd be yeah. off doing monk <gasps> training. Oh, that's really sad. That, that that's kind of how I'm feeling. I, yeah. I, I, I Can yeah. someone buy us a monastery? Well, it, I, it would need Just to be one of those. One. The, no, there's that one in in Russia, I think, or is it in? Oh, it's near some lakes. I, I worry about the mosquitoes might be bad. Right. Um, or 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 Mount Athos or somewhere. I mean, th- th- this is the problem, isn't it? Do you imagine there are any monasteries in in our country that aren't? basically woke and and yes and i should imagine are... that, that, that they've managed to fight off uh the, the majority of that bollocks do you think well especially the silent orders that could be that could be a, a challenge for our viewers and listeners that could Find be instead of, of, of dick, dick and james do israel dick and james um go monk hunting I just want to Dick sit and, and illuminate manuscripts all day that uh, and do a lot of chanting uh, and sing and sing Gregorian yeah plain song plain yeah. chant I, I I I never saw this coming but yes I would love to I'd love to spend my life doing that yeah obviously you'd have to go without well, some can... things but uh, you know what uh, I I think I'm ready I'd quite like do you think there's any any, I know this is art being a bit picky, but do you think there are any monsters with a kind of equine tradition? <laughs> <laughs> the Mis- mounted monks of Montevideo or something like that. Yeah. How cool would that yeah, be? Riding that, around in their cloaks, like billowing you know, I, in the wind. 
And your hood flies off behind you. Huh? Why are you mounted? Because God ordained it so. Yes. And you'd have a staff. And you'd be like Gandalf. That, that is the hard thing, isn't it? Working out what God, God wants and, 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 and trying to work out, discern that from what the demons are telling you and what your kind of own desires are telling yeah. you. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's the age-old problem for Christians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're warned about this uh, sort of thing. The deception. Yeah. Anyway, we've done yes. our time. And I'm we probably have. due another cup of tea. Um, and yeah. uh, I've got to fortify myself for tonight's drinks. And, um, yeah, with my kit on and my old man beard. And I'll um, leave you to your damp so, room. So, well, well, yeah, so if I disappear, you know, I've either, be, either been um, killed um, in a hunting accident or I've retreated to a monastery to the the the, the mounted monks of monte Montevideo. Montevideo. <laughs> yeah and a great monastery i mean I, i'm not i'm not just there for the horses dick they are not they just are there for religious. the horses but the horses would <laughs> um, just make it that little bit extra thanks for thanks for watching everybody thanks for listening those of you who didn't watch um Please do support all our sponsors. Um, I, I like the look of those those vitamin pills. I'm, 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 I think I'm going to be, be sent some. I, 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 they're, they're, they're what you want. They're, they're good for your immunity. The details are all below. Um, gold, uh, i show you where to get that. Um, and what are the other ones that I've been advertising? Oh, don't forget. Don't forget to come to the David Icke thing. Yep. Uh, it, it, it'll, it'll be a gallery we tweeted of out details um, and what have you. And go we'll to dellingpolestudio.com and buy Dellingpod merch. Mugs and T-shirts and such Very like. Very good point. That's dellingpolestudio.com. Um, download Tinderella's stuff and, ooh, and buy the book. Buy, buy, order the book by the man whose advert I'm going to put in this pod when I looked up the details. He's with, <laughs> this guy in America, Dick. Yeah. Um, he's um, he wanted to sponsor the podcast, and he's written this this book, which I think will be up a lot of people's street. But he he put in his advert that he said, "I know that James isn't going to read it because James knows that time is short, and he's only going to read Russian literature from from now on." Which is, which is actually a good, good, you know, he understands me like you understand me. But I would say that that, that rule doesn't apply to everyone. I don't think everyone's going to spend the rest of their time reading Anna Karenina, the brothers Karamazov it's pronounced um and uh dead souls and stuff so please do download his book um because if you're supporting me then you should support him isn't that the case That's and, a good oh, rule for life. patreon subscribe star substack i really i really do appreciate your support don't let bastards like tom sodding holland don't, tom holland i keep reminding you he makes something obscene every month from his made-up history podcast and you think about how much alistair campbell and, and and satanic people like that get so you want to one in the eye for the de against the devil you give me some money thank you you know it's what you want <laughs> right okay um that's I'll, it i'll, I'll, I'll um stay on up for after and, and I'll, I'll i'll um oh yes do that do you with the thing Delling pole.
meet Mike in Manchester November the 15th. You'll find the details below. I'm really looking forward to seeing you all there November the 15th. Gonna be fun. Bye.